Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for October 29th is John chapter 11, the story of Lazarus, his resurrection, but first his death. Jesus had relationship with these people, Lazarus, Martha, and Mary. We know the story of Martha and Mary. Martha was busy. Mary was sitting at Jesus' feet. Martha complained, tell Mary to get up and help me. Jesus said, Mary's chosen the better thing. It was also Mary who had anointed Jesus' feet and washed them with her tears and dried them with her hair. He loved Lazarus. He loved Martha. He loved Mary. They were in relationship so much so that when Jesus was a two-day journey away, when Lazarus became ill, messengers were sent to him. The one you love is sick. And yet Jesus, being led by the Holy Spirit, stayed where he was for two more days. We're told it's for the glory of God that people would see the power of God at work. Even when Jesus prays later in the chapter, it's so that people would understand that God the Father heard his prayer. He didn't have to pray out loud. When he prayed out loud, it was for the benefit of those around him, as well as us who would be reading about it even 2,000 years later. When Jesus received the message that Lazarus was sick, he said, This will not end in death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God might be glorified through it. Friends, everything we are faced with is an opportunity for God to be glorified and for Jesus, his son, to be glorified through it. Whatever you're struggling with, maybe it's the loss of a loved one. Maybe it's an offense from a brother or a sister. We don't justify the sin or the sinner, but at the same time, we don't allow Satan to have an offense in our heart. We don't give him a foothold. We rise up with wings as eagles so that we have a mile-high eagle's perspective over things. God was not surprised by the loss of the loved one or the fact that you were hurt by somebody or that your car broke down or your air conditioning went out in your house. None of it surprised heaven. And so when we take heaven's perspective that all of it exists to bring him glory, it's not quite as upsetting, and the enemy doesn't have the same level of access to take from us our joy. When we choose to worship God, regardless of our circumstances, we have an eternal joy that no one can take from us, and it sets us free. Jesus, when he receives this news, stays where he is for two more days and then says, let's go back to Judea. The disciples say, Lord, they were just trying to stone you there. We can go back there. We'll die, potentially. And Thomas is so famous for being the doubting one. You've heard the expression doubting Thomas because he was the one disciple who didn't see Jesus raised from the dead at first. And when Jesus appeared to him, he said, no longer doubt, but believe, Thomas. Look, put your hands here in my side. Put your hands here in my scars. Having seen, now believe. 
Thomas was the one of the disciples who said, let's go to Judea with him. And if they kill us all, then so be it. Let's die together on this mission. I choose to remember Thomas as the faithful one, willing to be a martyr for the glory of God. They travel back to Judea. Word travels to the home of Lazarus where his sisters are mourning and the entire town is outside mourning with them. Martha, the busy one, hears that Jesus is coming and she runs to meet him. John records her words for us, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would still be alive. Surely grief, and it seems like accusation in those words as well. Martha says, I know he will rise again at the last day. I believe in the resurrection of the dead. When you, the Messiah, return on the last day, the last day of earth as we know it, when the sky rolls back like a scroll and the dead rise and everybody faces judgment, I know he will rise. We will all rise. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Martha, do you believe this? Yes, I believe you are the Son of God who comes into the world. You are the Messiah. I believe, Lord. But still there's this sadness in having lost a brother. It seems Martha has nothing else to say. She goes back to the house and taps Mary. When Mary comes to Jesus, she falls to her knees and she says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would still be alive. Were they all? For four days saying, where is Jesus? Doesn't he care? Why didn't he come and intervene? He has the power. I know God is able to heal, but he's not healing. Why isn't he healing? Why did he let my brother die? Martha and Mary and Lazarus were loved not just by Jesus, but by the community around them. Mary's crying, the Jews that are following her are crying, and when Jesus sees that and he hears her words, in verse 33 it says he was deeply moved. In almost every Bible translation it says something like deeply moved, but a much better translation for that word is angry. That same word is used in Matthew 9 verse 30 where it says that Jesus sternly warned them. In Matthew 14, 5, it's translated as scolding. Some translations, like the King James, would say he was groaning within himself, but the connotation is definitely angry. The official definition of this Greek word is to be moved with anger, to admonish sternly. It could be used to say, I snort with the notion of coercion springing out of displeasure anger, indignation, antagonism, express indignant displeasure with someone, I charge sternly. It has the picture of snorting like an angry stallion, to snort or roar with rage. Make no mistake, our Lord was angry on this day. Sometimes a righteous anger rises up within the people of God and God wants us to act on that anger. The world would say, cool down before you do something you regret. And sometimes God wants us to get agitated. 
like Jesus was. He was moved with anger and he was agitated. He was stirred up on the inside and it caused him to act in such a way that maybe he wouldn't have normally done. The Jews were already seeking to kill him. It wasn't quite yet time for him to die. He knew it had to be on the Passover, but I believe he was stirred with a righteous anger at this point, and it's what led him to raise Lazarus from the dead. God is stirring in some of you right now as we're watching the world be set on fire. He's stirring in you a righteous anger so that you'll do something about it. Rise up, Christian warrior. And I'm talking about spiritual warfare, obviously. Pray, become angry righteously, and employ that anger. Let it fuel you to fight some spiritual battles. Jesus wept. See how he loved him, they said. Roll the stone away. Martha, knowing that the tomb that was covered by the large stone, this cave tomb would be filled with stench of rotting flesh because it's been four days since her brother was placed there. And she makes this known to Jesus. And his response is, didn't I tell you you would see the glory of God if you believed? Roll the stone away. And they roll the stone away. He says, Lazarus, come forth, come out. Lazarus comes out bound like a mummy. Jesus said to them, unwrap him and let him go. But those who were religious in their mindset, who were so opposed because Jesus didn't keep their rules, said, we've got to do something. If he keeps carrying on like this, the entire world is going to believe in him. We can't let him keep raising the dead. We've got to kill him. The absurdity of the depraved human mind that rages against the power of God. This guy is raising the dead. He's healing the sick. He's giving sight to people who were born blind. He's opening the ears of the deaf. He makes leprosy go away with a snap of his finger. We've got to kill him. Anyone with intellectual honesty would readily agree that that makes no sense. And yet we still see it playing out today. This is why Jesus said in the parable of the rich man and Lazarus, even if somebody comes from the dead and testifies, people won't believe him. If you don't believe what Moses wrote, if you don't believe these gospels, if you don't believe this Bible, you're not going to believe anybody. Even if you have a loved one come back from the grave, you're not going to believe it because the condition of your heart is exalted in arrogance because you're unwilling to admit that you were wrong. The world system lies to you and tells you that you're right and everything you feel is right and everything that you want is right and you can do whatever you want and it's right. And they are lying to you because they don't care about the eternal state of your soul. And deep down on the inside, you know they are lying to you. You know it feels wrong, even though a large part of you says it feels right. Your sin is causing you spiritual death. And unless we all repent and ask him to forgive us, we will all die and go to hell together. 
but for the grace of God, those who are willing to humble themselves before him, admit that he is right and that we are wrong and ask him to come and change us, we will have fellowship with him forever. And it's not just about going to heaven someday. It's about knowing him now. It's about having the power of God in you and around you to change you, to give you joy right now. That is the true power. That is the true gospel. That's the good news. You can have fellowship with God right now. You can know the love of your creator right now. Stop resisting him. God bless you, my friends. Thank you for being on this journey with me. We'll see you tomorrow. And for those of you who are interested, I am a real estate broker currently listing homes in Southwest Florida with Call It Closed International Realty. I also have a team of agents in a total of 16 states. We're looking to partner with real estate agents in all 50 states and in other nations who want to help us open up operations and places where we're not yet running. But if you're an agent in one of those 16 states where we already are, we'd love for you to join our growing team. We have the best technology available for real estate agents and also the best compensation package you'll find out there. Thank you for your consideration. For buyers and sellers of real property, check out my website, agentdaviddoty.com. And thank you for your consideration.